0: After a three-week hiatus, now we are back. It wasn't a planned break, but I think it's re-energised us to some extent.
1: Yes, it definitely has. Uh, obviously, sickness has kept us sidelined uh, for the last couple of weeks, but uh, we're back and ready to crack into a big podcast.
0: Yeah, a lot has happened in the last few weeks, so there's a lot to cover that we haven't really talked about recently. Remember to like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, subscribe us on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud, and leave a like on the podcast on SoundCloud. 35 likes is the target.
1: 35 likes is a very good target on our... We'll call it we'll call it a little bit of a comeback. It's
0: a comeback story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the comeback story, the Subcox Station <laughs> version. Uh, we'll have a league update for you guys next week. They're not going too well regardless, yeah, so that's no, probably why... we haven't even checked them, to be
1: honest. Yeah,
0: that's why we've, we've dropped off a bit in terms of that, because... You've let us down, in all honesty. Uh, I think we've sort of held up our end of the bargain a bit. Uh, (laughs) Noah, maybe not (laughs) as much. (laughs) But, yeah. All right, so time to talk about our team's Noah. So, uh, just a quick... Bit of a disclaimer, uh, any players that we talk about who weren't in our sides before we did our last podcast, we've obviously traded them in at some point, yeah. we're not going to sit here and go through our trades because we'll be here forever, but I think we've each done six trades or so since the last podcast. I'm pretty podcast. sure we've
1: used all of our trades in the past couple of podcasts, I mean, it would have to take someone, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of, I'd say, obsession in our sides to really detail the changes that we've made. <laughs>
0: But there could be a few shocks when someone discusses their team, so don't okay. get too angry. We all we had reasons at the time; it might not have worked out. All right, Noah, you can go first. All right. So
1: I think well, this week for both of us was pretty pretty awful. Uh, we yeah. both didn't manage to hit two thousand. Uh, I first
0: time I've scored under two thousand since two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, I think it's. it's I think
1: for me, I think that's the same with me as well. And you know, twenty thirteen is when we were really not into really shit. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, I scored uh, 1,873, what a grand total that was, a great week. Uh, let's start with the good, because there's not much of it. Um, oh, jeez. Alright, best player on field was Big Zach Merritt, with 133, easily should have scored probably 150 plus after being on 100 at half time. Uh, I didn't watch the game, but from what it seemed like, he did nothing in the third quarter.
0: Got tagged by Connor Blakely. There we go. Uh,
1: Jason Johannesson, 106. Don't know if I had him. Oh, no, I think I was training him in the last podcast we did. Uh, so, JJ has given me a bit of a roller coaster ride in the past three weeks. Uh, Rory Laird, 100. Uh, Danger, 110. Probably not great by his standards. Uh, anyone else? Oh, Jared Witts, 115. Good performance by a big He's Witts. been a very good rookie, He has Jared been Witts. amazing. Uh, it was very speculative at the start of the season to see whether he would actually do well, but it looks like, at this rate, that he's going to be a keeper. And Tom Nichols, I don't think, is going to crack that Gold Coast side. Uh, and the last time that I had was, uh, Lukey Dahlhouse with 101. Uh, to the bad... Oh, James Parsons, 19. That was great. Uh, Harley Ballack, 41, didn't do much. Dan Butler, 57, which has probably been about par for him um, for the past month or so. Uh, Sean Higgins, 72, was disappointing after his pretty good start. Uh, Nick Rewalt, 65, was average. Uh, who else have we got? Luke Parker, 83. That's just being, you know, it's just a story of the season with Luke Parker. Can't crack the ton at all. Vickers uh, Willis, 35. And that's about it. Cade Simpson, 99, was good. He's uh, hit a bit of purple patch, Big Simo, uh, playing a bit of half-back and also midfield and wing. So that's working in his favour, which is good because it means a lot of people aren't really jumping on him now. Uh, But that was my side for the week. Pretty bad.
0: And... Overall rank, Noah, I think we skipped uh, that. <clears throat>
1: overall rank is... You were,
0: uh, you were around 6K last week. I
1: was 6K last week, I'm now 14,283. So looking to make a, uh, a big climb this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you still ranked ahead a lot of the, um, the ones who have been around the top 100 or so in the last few years, like the Phantom and stuff like yeah, that. Phantom's so. not
1: doing that great this year. Hopefully
0: Phantom doesn't I mean, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure he doesn't, I think he's... <laughs> Too good for us. Too busy with his phantom things that he's up to. Um, my I scored 1960, so not a great score. Uh, I was ranked inside the top 1,000. I cracked the top 1,000 last week, and I very quickly left the top 1,000. <laughs> I left the top 2,000, in fact, um, 2,068 overall. But there's plenty of room for improvement. Uh, as we've seen this year, one, one good week can get you right up the rankings very quickly. Correct. So, on to the good... My defence is pretty much the only thing that is holding my team together. Sam Doherty, 103, Taylor Adams, 114, Laird, 100, Heath Shaw, 94, who I traded in. He was all right. We were a bit concerned about Heater, but that he was, turns around.
1: Uh, that was a stressful night. <laughs>
0: it was. Uh, the Bont 128, I uh, did make a last-second captaincy change off the Bont to Dangerfield, so that cost me 18 points. I swear
1: points. with uh, Bont, he did a classic Bont again, did he? Because from what I saw in the first quarter, he wasn't doing much at all.
0: He he did do a classic Bont. He's got, he was on 111 with two minutes left in the game, then he took an intercept mark and went oh to 131 God. and then got scaled back that down.
1: That is just incredible.
0: Yeah, 110 for Danger as captain. Could have been more if the game was a bit closer. Tom Mitchell, 108. He sort of turned the corner, Tom Mitchell. Very consistent now. I think he's only had one score under 100, mm-hmm. maybe two. Uh, 599. Uh, Steph Martin, 93. Looked like it could have been a lot worse for Steph when he was on 30. Yeah, do know what's happened to on, Steph
1: in the past couple of weeks. What's he scored?
0: score in the past? Flangers galore. Uh, I think he's had his three worst scores for the year since I traded him in. Nice. So that's fantastic. As usual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dahlhouse, 101. Tom Lynch has really turned the corner. 106. Averaging 100 now. So he's definitely... Yeah, definitely a top Champion top me And I'll, yeah, a special shout out to Blake Hardwick. Uh, a bit of a point of difference rookie. I brought in a few weeks ago. Only four percent owned. Scored seventy four, uh, nice. averaging seventy. So probably one of the the good rookies I jumped on. Bad and boy oh boy, was there some bad. Kirtley Hampton forty seven. Williamson forty eight. Still Curtly Hampton. This is. I
1: didn't realize that.
0: Kirtley. Yeah, he's he's gone this week. Um Pendles coming in on his debut 91 and now he's decided to have a kid on a weekend coming up. Yeah,
1: so Yeah. Hopefully because he said if it was born on the weekend, didn't he?
0: Sunday this week hopefully and then because he plays on Saturday. That'd be ideal situation. That's good. But I don't don't know if um the baby's going to take into account Pendles' <laughs> footy schedule. Sandy, 77. A bit disappointing. I don't know what to my read of Sandy at the moment. A bit up and down. Uh, JPK, 77. Got tagged by Mitch Robinson. So, fantastic, Mitch. Trelaw 73. Oh, Adam Trelaw is the decision, the worst decision of my season so far. And Sean Higgins, 72. Piss poor. Mitch Hannon, my favorite rookie. The Ryan Davis, 2017, 34. Fantastic, Mitch. And Harley Ballack, forty one. Of course the Nank was on the bench for both of us, so yeah. we were forced to play an extra rookie. Spray a spud Noah. Well oh, I'll go Jets. first yeah, this week. First. I'll give you time to, to come pick, up pick with a spud off. to spray. Yeah. I've got my my eyes set on one person. I'm gonna let Adam Trelaw go this week. Ooh, Adam, That's you're good. lucky. I'm you. just used to it. And part. if he misses this week, I don't know, could could be a left field trade, Adam Trelaw. But Josh Kennedy. Josh Kennedy, mm, you, I warned, warned,
1: you I warned you about this. So yes. Even though I shouldn't be the one talking about giving and dishing out super coach advice, but I did warn you that JPK is a one frustrating player.
0: And I, Because I always used to see his score and be like, oh, he still scored around 90 or 100. It's good, but the thing with Kennedy is he has one big quarter mm-hmm. and then he does nothing for the rest of it. Uh, the other week against West Coast, he was on 60 at quarter time and scored like 110, and that was because he put on 30 in the last 15 minutes. 77 got tab by Mitch Robinson. The whole Sydney midfield seems down. Heaney going in there now. Mills was even starting at the centre bounces. I don't know. I'm concerned about Kennedy. He is a slow starter, though. Uh, Average 119 after round eight last year. So we needs to click into action. But Josh, please lift your game as the captain. And I need need you to prove Noah wrong that you were the right choice to start in my side. <laughs>
1: um, For my spud this week, I'm going for a bit of a left-field approach. I'm not actually spraying anybody in my side. Rather, I'm spraying blokes that affect my side. That being... Every single GWS player that did not want to pass the ball to Heath Shaw. We were watching this game on Friday night. Heath, yep. Heater was in an absolute paddock of space. You'd have Zach Williams, Nathan Wilson just screaming at the TV, give it to Heater. Heater's we were in- getting he's, quite angry. He's got his hands up. He's got his hands up. He wants the footy. Just they just they just bomb it they just bomb it forward into just no man's land gets picked off that's probably why they lost because they didn't give it to Heath Shaw so that's a lesson to the lads but I think everyone can sort of take a can sympathise a little bit when you watch a footy game and you know you've got your super coach player that's right next to the player with the footy they've got they're about to dish it off to him they don't look and they don't give it to him. It's just frustrating. They turn it over. That's what annoys it me just, the most. It's just yeah. it's just annoying. But really, I mean Zach Zach Williams especially, he's I think he actually ended he ended up scoring pretty well, didn't he?
0: scored more than Heath Jordan. Yeah, he the didn't end.
1: he didn't look he, he just looks forward, he doesn't look back, like just you know, spread the play, spread the footy, give it to Heater. That's the new game plan because obviously it, that tactic of not giving it to Heater did not work because they lost. So there you
0: go. Yeah. He did well out scrap. Because he was on nine at half at uh, quarter time. He did. He it was 94. it was a very good scrap. But it could have been um, more.
1: Could have definitely could have been 110 plus. But uh, yeah, I, I blame I blame Zach Williams and Nathan Wilson.
0: Yep, I completely agree with that. So falling premiums, Noah. This is the time of year you got to be picking these blokes yeah. off oh, in the next and, week or and two. And there's a
1: lot of them. I can tell you. Why. There
0: is. <laughs> I reckon it's more of a surprise if you're not a falling premium this year. Yeah. To be <laughs> honest. So we'll start with Pop uh, Joel Salwood. 179 break even, round 12 buy. The tag does worry me a bit, but I, I like Selwood as an option if you can squeeze him into your midfield. I think he's still owned by like only 10% or so.
1: Yeah, I think so. And also leading up to the buy, I'm pretty sure they have some pretty easy fixes other than Bulldogs next Friday. They obviously have Essendon this Saturday night, so it should go pretty big there. Um, actually, you know, here we go. Because you know how Cell uh, loves playing in at Simmons, so yep. I think round nine and ten they've both got they've got a Friday night game there next week, and then round ten they've got a Thursday night at Simmons as well.
0: Because they haven't played there this year, so they yep. have that eight games. So That'll coming be good, in. and that'll that's
1: be a um, yep, and that's a very good uh, point of difference vice captaincy option if you don't want to go with Danger. But Cell uh, loves Simmons Stadium, so that's actually that's actually quite enticed me. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just come across that now, <laughs> a man who. Oh, I was really convinced oh. by it. But... Oh, and they've hi. got
1: they've got three weeks in a row at Simmons. They've got round 11 as well on a Friday night. Jeez, they hit the jackpot there. So you've got round nine against Bulldogs Simmons, Thursday night, uh, 25th of May against Port at Simmons, and then uh, Friday, 2nd of June, Adelaide at Simmons. So that's, gee, lads are just staying in Geelong. Not going anywhere.
0: All right, we'll move on from Noah (laughs) frothing over the fixtures. Uh, Ollie Wines, he's been up and down recently. I was convinced that he turned the corner, but he's gone backwards a bit. 176 break, even off to China. Yeah. the, big, the man with the big quads. And it'll be interesting to see how he fares over there. <laughs> round nine, by after. Could be a good option round 10 going, going through the byes.
1: Yeah, it could be a good option. Has definitely fallen away the past couple of weeks. Started off with a big bang, I think, with uh, a lot of scores over 110 for the first three or four rounds, I believe. Um, but, yeah, as uh, the man with the thunder thighs, as uh, Bruce says, uh, could be a good option. But, yeah, it, it I guess it depends on how... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the players go in China, I reckon.
0: Yeah, I reckon it'll be... I don't know. As long as Tom Lynch isn't bloody stuck in economy and then comes out and does a well, hamstring, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure.
1: oh, i am sure that I saw uh, a good old Instagram story of Stephen May and they were both in economy, so his legs are going to be not great.
0: Fan bloody taxes. <laughs> uh, bit of a... Before we keep going with the falling premiums, while we're talking about the play-out midfield, Brad Ebert, have you noticed he's score? I Ebert? I had him back in 2014, mm-hmm. and he was shit. And now he's really good. He's cut all, the hair as well.
1: I was almost, uh, I was tempted to bring him in this week, but didn't work in with my structures. But yeah, he's scored uh, very consistently. Um, only
0: one score under 100, and that was a 95.
1: Yeah, he's done very well. Um, I think, let me have a look here. Yeah, so and three scores of 120-plus as well. So, a very, very good option if you want to go left to field. I still think he'll fall away at some point,
0: surely. Yeah, so do I. I think there's better options. Another Port Adelaide player who's a falling premium, Robbie Gray.
1: 169
0: oh. break even. Robbie Gray, he's been in my side the last two or three years, mm. but this year I don't like him in that forward yeah. role. He'll be a nice dual position next year, but... Playing as a permanent small forward is not yeah, good for Supercoach.
1: Exactly, playing a permanent small forward. I think he scored like 30 points on the weekend. And he was on believe, one at half-time. Yeah, and I believe he has a groin injury as well. Yeah, uh, going to get so, managed after China. Yeah, apparently. so would steer very clear of uh, Robbie Gray. I, I, th- I think it's interesting. I don't know why. I wonder why they've chucked him more as a permanent forward. Because he was a, a damaging midfielder.
0: I think they realise that they could almost have someone play his midfield role and he'll be more effective up forward. Super. They don't think about supercoach for He's got make... to think of the supercoach. He does. A man who scored 24 down in Tasmania, Taylor Walker, 168 break even, really strong. Jared Waite was scoring 190. The Texans <laughs> was scoring 24. Somebody left field it, option. He ended up
1: scoring 190.
0: Waite, yep. Jay. So the Tex, I don't know. I'm not a fan. He did this in the past. What was it, 24 to 2015, I think he went and was averaging like 115, 120 after yeah, like six rounds, rounds, and yeah. then fell in a hole. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced by the text. Uh, only key forwards I would consider are Kennedy, Lynch, and Buddy.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. ones that can. Yeah, I mean Tex still gets up the ground a little bit. Um, Tex was enticing in the in the first uh, few rounds where you know Adelaide was scoring a ridiculous amount of points. So obviously. Is doing well there, but, you know, now they've got Jenkins back and whatnot, so that's going to be, um, you know, it's going to take a little bit of the traffic away from him. But, yeah, I would uh, steer clear of techs, especially with, I think, a lot of people have got quite a few key forwards this year now. I'm just quite keen yep. to see all the lads
0: that uh, will get on Jared White this week. <laughs> yeah, well, he's suspended, so the week after. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Danger, 168. Danger's under 590k now, and it's really... It's come out of nowhere. He's back to how he was performing at Adelaide. Shows that last year. Shows how hard it is to maintain a 130 Supercoach average. It makes you really appreciate Gary Applet over the years.
1: It does. Uh, Gaz, Gaz is the ultimate, I mean. But, yeah, Danger, it's sort of weird seeing him under 600k. Um, it is. But, yeah, I mean, he's in 61% of teams, team, so he's going to affect everyone.
0: Yep. Uh, Rory Sloan, 166 break him. Scored 80 on the weekend. Second score under 100 after his round one performance. He's on the slide down in price. I think I have one midfield upgrade spot left, and it's either going to go to Sloan, Rockcliffe, or Selwood. But Sloan, I like Sloan just because he doesn't need a whole lot of the ball to score well.
1: Yeah, was well, I think he, um, on the weekend, he had, I remember at halftime, he had seven touches for like 45 super coach points. So uh, yeah. that's a very good, and he tackles a lot as well. So I think Sloan. He loves. I reckon Sloan's going to end up being a must have for the end of the year.
0: Shane Mumford, one sixty five. We'll get to the ruck situation in a minute. But he looked like he was the real deal, top two, and then he came out and scored fifty odd against Billy Long after yeah. scoring really poorly the week before as well.
1: Yeah, uh mummy it's it but the ruck it seems that the, it doesn't seem like there's a clear cut number. We were having this this discussion the other day. There's no like max scorn type figure. This year, like you saw last year, the Max Gorn was the clear number one ruckman, but everyone this year has been very up and down. Mumford, you know, was probably looking like it until last week. Goldie has been awful, you know, Sam Jacobs, Jacobs has, has improved, recently. yeah.
0: Martin's gone downhill. Big boy McAvoy is on the well, that's, rise. That's
1: that's what I was going to say the fact that you, you know that the rucks are all over the place when you know that big boy McAvoy is pretty much like a top five
0: ruck at the moment, so. It also makes you. It makes the decision to pick Sandy at the start of the year a better decision because exactly. you can just hold him until he's round 13 by yeah. and then decide who you want from there. He might even hold out for big Maxi Gorn to return come round 16. It
1: would be an interesting little point of difference once Maxi Gorn returns. It uh, be interesting to see whether his abilities um, will still be the same without his majestic beard.
0: Yeah, it's not the same for Maxi uh, Adam Trelaw <laughs> 163 break even. I would not be trading in Adam Trelaw. I'd be looking to almost trade him out at this stage and more to than. Think,
1: more. And to think, what did he score on the weekend? Seventy three. Yeah. And that was from like a major lift in the second. Because I think he was on about fourteen, uh, nearing half time. and then he put yep. on uh, quite. He got a few clearances and ended up on forty odd, I think. Um, but yeah, so you think that seventy three was from a massive lift? So yeah, he still just
0: pushes for. He's and he's handballing so much more now. It's obvious that I said, don't kick it, handball it. And yeah. I don't know, I'm not convinced by Adam sure being a top 10 midfielder, let alone top six or eight. Yeah. Jeremy Howe, he sort of hit the wall recently, 156 break even. Could be a cheap point difference defender to get in your side. I think he scored 60 or so on the weekend, yeah, sliding started, in price.
1: Started off the season very well, um, but it's definitely a big point of difference, especially... If he plays, a, if he plays a team that just bombs it forward because he just picks it off with intercept marks, which is uh, Super Coach Gold.
0: He's a bit, he's a bit like um, McGovern as well, but he needs dry conditions yeah. to really get going. And it was wet on the weekend. Yeah, he's only had three tons out of seven games, Jeremy Howe. Yeah. So a bit down, three point five percent owned, four eighty-eight k, hundred fifty-six break-even could be an interesting option. Last man is Nat Five. I don't know is. As a Freire supporter, I watch him every week, watch his movements closely, and he's not the same he's as what Kilda he was bound, in the that's past.
1: He's
0: <laughs> He's not in Kilda bound. He is well and truly entrenched in the fabric of Fremantle, oh. and he will be staying. But he seems to, every time he gets near the ball, three blokes tackle him. Like, he's not streaming out of stoppages like he used to. He's taking about one or two decent marks a game. He's definitely... He's, he's not the yeah, same. He's definitely he needs to get not, his confidence.
1: Exactly. Tackled. He's definitely not the fife that... we we know and love. I remember the time, when was it? must have been three or so years ago where I didn't have Nat 5 and just every week he would score 130, 140s. Um, Yeah, it's just... Because I was watching the stats on the weekend and it didn't seem like he was really doing much until probably until Frio started taking stranglehold of the game. Um, But yeah, 5, it's it's sad to see that he's not really a captaincy option anymore.
0: Yeah, well, we captained him in the... Not in the derby, the game before that, and yeah. against North and that, Melbourne, that was a good, and he scored one twenty six. Yeah. yeah, he, and he being, looked I think like the top he was back
1: as well. I think for my side
0: that week, anyway. So yeah, he looked like he was back, but it went downhill. A man who's already fallen quite a bit in price now, Dustin Martin. Yes, he, I wouldn't say he's a real falling premium at the moment, but he's pretty much fallen. I think his break even is one twenty or so, so he won't go much cheaper than this. Five hundred nineteen k. I don't think he's hit the ton in his last four games, but he was the must have. After round three, everyone was like, oh, my God, getting Dustin Martin. Now he's 519K. Should we be jumping on?
1: It's interesting. It's an interesting point. I think he's in 23% of sides. Um, the thing that I that is quite tempting about Dusty, which I guess a lot of people wouldn't have thought so at the start of the year, is him playing forward because him adding... You know, kicking two, like, you know, one to two, even three goals a game, plus the, you know, 25-plus touches just adds to a supercoach score. So, I mean, that's obviously makes it more tempting. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, he's so up and down. We, we've known that, you know, when he was a forward all these years, when everyone would have him, he would be very up and down. You know, he's always good for at least a 90 or an 80. I'd be want more than that, especially if he's going to be taking a midfield spot.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting him to become a 120-plus averaging player. That was never going to happen. Yeah. He's too inconsistent for that. He's never averaged over 109. He has a season, the ability so. to have
1: massive games, as we saw in, like re- in round one, uh, but more often or not will score probably between 90 and 110 most weeks.
0: Yeah, because if you look at his scores from last year, he hit a real patch of form, 127, 115, 118, 133, 111, 74, 167, 129, yeah. 84, 111, 152, 114. If you can do that again, you will be averaging 120, but yeah. I don't know if you can have that consistency again. Exactly. Uh, if you, but I think he might do better in closer games, to be honest. He seems to play mm. worse in the games that Richmond easily win. Where they blow um, out,
1: yeah. That's a good point, yeah.
0: actually. Um, what's their fixtures coming up? I'm just going to Okay, they have Freo this week at the MCG, GWS Essendon, North Melbourne, Round Twelve by, then Sydney Carlton. They should all be pretty close. So, most of them should be, other yeah. than
1: maybe um, the Freo game
0: this week. I don't know. Why? Tony, get going. <laughs>
1: um,
0: he averages ninety six against Freo, one hundred and ten against GWS. Yeah. I would be looking to bring in Dustin Martin. Has a very good buy as well, Round Twelve by. There's another, there's a defensive man at Richmond who I'm not going to mention names, but Fallen Premium. And he has the Round 12 buy. Very good option at his price right now. Just, there you go. Have a look oh, for yourself I, out there. I reckon
1: I know who you're talking about here. Uh, I think
0: you're talking about Big R or Grand C, are you? I am talking about Alex Rance. 470k. He's really turned oh, he the corner. Done, he plays very well. Corner. Yeah. Played very well in the weekend. He, If you look at his scores from last year, it was a lot of 90s and that, and then he'd he go the 140 or whatever. And he only, to my surprise, only had 65 last year. I had him, and it felt like he had more, but he's gone 59, 99, 121, 55, 81, 106, 92. I think he's starting to get... And when Richmond are under pressure, he plays better. Yeah. So I think Alex Rance could be a decent option to bring into your defence.
1: I think it's a. I think it's a very good paint. A very good paint. A very good
0: point you make there. <laughs> very good point. I very. I was trying to say paint. I said point. Oh, we're uh, a, the shot today, <laughs> A few a bit rusty. A few premiums. Noah on the rise. Yeah, Elliot. Yo yo yo. Oi.
1: Thirty-two break-even.
0: <laughs> Thirty-two break-even for Elliot. Is Elliot Yo... Take
1: inspiration from our good old ex-serum there.
0: <laughs> Is Elliot Yo the real deal? 32 break even, 525k, round 12 by highest averaging forward, 114 average. I think when we last did the podcast, we weren't convinced. Mm-hmm. The week after that, he came out and played horribly against Hawthorne, It was that was the game, we were and going to he was and getting thrown around range. everywhere. And then he went back into that halfback role. If he plays halfback, he's a star and he's a must-have. But I'm still concerned about these role changes.
1: Exactly as I was saying to you the other day, uh, you see, you, you probably want because it seems as though when West Coast get into trouble in games, they start throwing Elliot Yo around the place. But you see, I think because who did they play on the weekend? They played. Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide, that's right. Um, and He was on
0: he was on 30 at halftime and scored 125.
1: Yeah, so he, he, he did uh, definitely lift it. But I think, with especially with the Hawthorne game, I mean, they were down by, I think, you know, 30, 40 points a lot in there. So they were trying to mix things up a little bit. And I think when that happens, Elliot Yeo know, is probably the first one that they're going to move around. But I'm not sure why they, did, why they would do that. Just leave him on half-back. Like, obviously, he's quite damaging. Um but yeah, that's the only issue. But other than that, I would probably jump on. But it's getting a bit expensive
0: now. I think this is the. It's either this week it's, or yeah, you're going to have to wait till after his buy. Yeah. And I think getting him before his buy could be beneficial because he will play around 11 and 13 when you need yeah. him to play. But I think also people have got to think a lot of. This year at the moment, there's not many great rookies. So you almost got to look for value. So you've got Heaney, Wingard, yeah. Buddy, who was 70 or 80K cheaper who could average around the same in the last, what, like 12, 13 yeah. rounds. And Wingard's interesting, like Wingard. because he's
1: playing midfield now over the past couple of weeks and scores, has been scoring quite well.
0: Yeah, Wingard is down, at break even a 46 at the moment, but I would be getting him in after he's by. Would you say no almost in, the,
1: in right. the Robbie Gray role?
0: Yeah, I really like Chad Wingard. I was yeah. going to bring him in a couple of weeks ago when he had 31 touches or so he's playing in the midfield.
1: He's pricey now, isn't he? I
0: think he's still mid... Chad. I think he's... 467. Yeah. Yeah, so if he goes to like 490, I'd still happily fork out 490k yeah. Add wing Wingard in a midfield role. And he on the weekend he was on 30 super coach and he was going at 13% disposal efficiency. Yeah, that's crazy. So champion data like him. Few Sydney fellows. Buddy Franklin was in my side all last week and I <laughs> I took him out to get Pendles in and he scored 160. People were discounting Buddy, and it was like, well, he was averaging 90 in a side that hadn't won a game. When exactly. they started winning games, he was going to click. Yeah. And I'm annoyed that I got rid of him because 32 break even now. It's almost now or never, but round 11 buy, and yeah. I do not want to be trading in anyone with the round 11 buy, as we'll get to later on.
1: Exactly. I mean, Buddy, as you said, the the thing with Buddy is he was still scoring 80s and 90s from not. Really kicking any goals and just doing stuff around the ground. So as soon as he started kicking big bags, he's obviously going to start doing very well. Um, and what did he kick? Six or so eight, on the eight, eight four. There we go, eight four. So obviously, when that starts happening, he's going to go huge. And it looks like it looks like now when key forwards have a big day, they have a massive super coach day as well, you as we saw with Jared Wait
0: on the week. Wait Lynch against Carlton. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Yeah. Franklin as well. There was another one on the weekend as well who scored really big. I'm trying to think who it was, but Char- Big Charlie oh. Dixon. <laughs> oh, Big Charlie's done well last week. Big Maddie, weeks, Taverner. Right? <laughs> Maddie Taverner. Maddie what a star! If <laughs> your eye on Maddie Taverner, could be 115 <laughs> averaging forward. The last man on the rise, Isaac 42, yeah. another one. I was weighing up either Franklin yeah. or Heaney last week. I was alternating between them. We were big fans of Isaac Massive fans the of Isaac Round 11 by. That's the, only thing, again,
1: yeah, that's the only thing that deters it, eh?
0: 42 break even, was on 60 at quarter time pretty much, playing midfielder. And then he didn't seem to play much midfield for the rest of the match and scored 116, went back to his half-forward role, which was a bit interesting. But I like Isaac Heaney as an option. I don't think he's going to average 100. I think he'll average, like, low 90s or so, which is yeah. good enough as a 450k forward to be bringing in. Yeah. I but mean, got to factor in those buys.
1: Exactly. Got to factor in the buys. Uh, did have seven clearances on the weekend uh, and kicked a goal too. So, man, uh, yeah, he does. That's the thing with Heaney. He gets thrown around a bit. So, But I like a lot of the lads in the uh, Sydney side, like Parker, um, you know, Heaney and the likes there. Uh, George Hewitt as well will get through. Will be you know in the centre square. Even Inver- even Callum Mills, yep, uh, either thrown in half back or into the forward line. So
0: yeah. Uh, we keep alluding to the bias, so We may as well talk about them now. <laughs> buy plan, Noah. Yeah. I think it's almost too late to be establishing yep. a buy plan. You should have done it in the weeks we weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, I think we was- did. Uh, we
1: did. We did leave you guys unsupervised uh, during that period of time. But you know what? Maybe it's a time that that you you know you grow. Make makes make some good decisions without without our assistance, uh, without us holding your hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's too it's too late to start trading for buys at the moment. And then what I find is that when people try and leave or try and uh, plan for buys too late, like now, they'll end up screwing their side for the rest of the year because it's you well, know let's trade premiums exactly. as well. I've seen yeah.
0: people trade premiums. Well, yeah. don't trade premiums
1: because everyone panics that they're not going to have eighteen on the field, so they just start trading players try and get to field eighteen. Um, but you just gotta you gotta remember it's just three rounds. Oh, it's re- actually, you know this year probably really only two rounds you've got to worry about because the round twelve buy um, is the one that's uh, not too bad. So but yep. you know it's only two rounds of pain and then you know carry on for the rest of the year.
0: So just running through the buys quickly now, obviously yeah. round nine, Gold Coast Port Port Adelaide, that probably won't affect, too affect too Lynch, people too much. maybe Lynch yeah. Sam Powell pepper. Guess. Round eleven. That's the issue. St Kilda, yeah. So you Rewalt. Uh, who else? Steele, Sydney. You got Lloyd, Heaney, Franklin, yeah. JPK, yeah. Parker, Hanabry, yeah. Heaney, Carlton. Boy, you Grosso. got Heaney, yeah. Yeah, Carlton. You got Doherty, yeah. Simpson, yeah. Mark Murphy. Yeah. You got Bulldogs with Bont McRae, JJ Dalhouse, yeah. Brisbane Lions with <laughs> Steph, Rocky, Dane Beams. <laughs> if he comes back. Melbourne, you have Hibbard, Hannon. Oliver. We didn't even go through the ro- Oliver. We didn't yeah. even go through the rookies of half the other teams. Yeah, that's a big worry it's round the left. Yeah, it's
1: almost it's almost a full side, I reckon, for a few people. Especially a lot of people will have both Doherty and Simpson. A lot of people will have you know combinations of of a lot of people, especially you know a lot of Sydney. A lot of people players. have bonks. Bont,
0: yeah. McRae, Dalhouse,
1: Johannesson. Johannesson's still in 13% of sides as well. So, I think round 11's going to be a world of pain for a lot of people. So, I, you know what? I reckon if you can field 18 in round 11, I reckon you've got a, a pretty good chance of soaring up the rankings if you're you know playing for overall.
0: Yeah. When you are looking at your buyers, by the way, you have to also factor in non-playing rookies on your yeah. bench. Because I see a lot of people be like, "Oh, I only I have eight premiums missing, so I'll have twenty-two people available." Mm. No, no, you won't. Because a lot of people have Stern, Sterny Car, Car, St- as I call Stern- him. Sternica. <laughs> Car. Um, he plays in my club. I don't even know how to say his <laughs> name. You've got Mitch Hibbert. A lot of people have Tom Stewart now, who might not even be playing. Come by's yeah, Fisher Pickett. Nick Newman. Uh, who else is there around the mark? I don't know. Other ones. You could oh, yeah, have people suspended. Sure. Brett uh, Eddy as well. Yeah. People have Eddy. A
1: lot of people will like, there's a lot Eddie. Of... I reckon he's going to get dropped.
0: Yeah. So people could very quickly be down to 15 or 16 players if you don't factor in. So I believe Noah and I, we both, when we we're doing our buy plans, wrote out our premiums that were missing. And also I factored in um, all the non playing rookies as well. So I think I have about 18 or 19 for round 11 and 13, which is, in an ideal world, quite good.
1: Yeah. Uh, The thing that worries me is the, yeah, is the bench options, to be honest. Because, I mean, in the midfield at the moment, I have, well, I haven't traded yet. I will have Barrett on the bench, but other than that, you know, I've got uh, Zach Fisher and uh, Taylor Miles, so that's great. Uh, And then in defence, I've still got Zach Guthrie and uh, Nick Newman, who I don't know whether he's going to come back or not.
0: So, yeah. This is where picking the loopholes catches up to you. Exactly. It's, all, it's very smart. You would have made a lot of points during the year with yeah. the tactical loophole, but it's just, this it is it the way. It just
1: back and bites,
0: yeah. 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 Uh, round 12, target these rounds. Oh, firstly, I'm round 11. Bring in the round 11 players, round 12. Yeah. So trade out your round, tw- uh, round 13, 13 yeah. players or whatever, or round 12, mm-hmm. depending on how you're situated. Round 12 players, I would be looking to bring in your likes of Yo, McGovern, yeah. Dusty, Rance... So even uh,
1: even Pritis and to a certain extent, if you yep. want to go down that path. Um Yeah, also also a lot of the Geelong, yeah, you know, exactly, you know, sell. uh Mitch Duncan, if you want to go for a different flavor.
0: Zach is averaging 93. Yeah. Uh, I would be trading him. Yes.
1: Oh, Richmond as well, you know, did uh, Dusty Martins. Uh, yeah. Trent Cochin's scoring quite well.
0: He is, Just but he burnt hard. you last year. I uh, so did burn
1: me last year. I'm never, going, I'm never touching the man again. <laughs>
0: And so round twelve, everyone should be right. Round thirteen, it goes back to it. Adelaide. So you got Laird and you got your Hampton, Otten, Sloane, yeah. Sam Jacobs. Some people might have Collingwood. Collingwood this is yeah. the big one. You got Adams, Oscar, Elliot, Trelaw, Pendlebury. Who else? Do you like I think you know, a lot
1: of people will have Oh Brody Grundy. Um, a lot of people, Grant. I think, as well, will have the the Collingwood trifecta. I like to call it. You know, Taylor yeah. Adams, Adam Trelaw, and Scott Pendlebury. So that'll affect a lot of people. Um, probably I have that
0: trifecta. <laughs> hasn't made too much money, that trifecta, <laughs> for me.
1: Uh, Essendon's probably not going to affect too many. I mean, Zach Merritt.
0: Yeah, probably but people it. might trade in Myers, McNeese this week. Yeah. Could catch up to you. Could GWS, try. Shaw, Mumford, yeah. Ward, Green. Yeah. Freo. Um, Freo yeah. yeah. is a big one as Fife, well. Valdez, Sanderlands, yeah. Fife. Lockie Neal averaging 116.
1: Lockie Neal has come has definitely come back into form, uh, and Hawthorne, obviously. I think probably only Tom Mitchell. Eh?
0: Some people might still have Jager.
1: Not oh, surely not. If you still have Jager, then they're probably given up on SuperCoach
0: already. <laughs> Just like to point out, I was right about Jager once again. Um, on, <laughs> so with the buys, factor it in. Write even even if you've left it too late. Write it out. Bring in round people who have had the buy in round nine. Bring in your wing guards. Mm. Bring in your Gary Ablett's. Work it out. But work don't out. but don't over don't like completely ruin your yeah. side, as Noah said, to get eighteen players. Like don't go sideways in rookies who yeah. are missing round eleven. Yeah. Like say example you have Pickett. Yep. Don't waste a trade going Pickett to like I don't know, James third, or like <laughs> to like a forty a forty averaging rookie. Like yeah. don't go sideways just get an extra yeah, forty points exactly. and no cash. Like yeah. it's pointless. Yeah. So work it out. Because as because when you, you work
1: it out, I mean, a lot of if you can target if you can target one, you know, one premium is probably going to outscore uh, the production of two of those, you know, average rookies that you almost train two and in. a half rookies. Exactly, because yeah. you know, say for example, I'll just use example of play, like, like say Ben Long, who doesn't play at St Kilda anyway, but um, and maybe Parsons, you know, probably if they were playing, you know, probably score. You know, thirty and thirty, so that's sixty. You look at one premium that can score like one forty. So you got to just look at the different options.
0: And if you made the mistake, you got to live with it. Yeah. Too late, too late. Try and yeah. turn it around, especially for round eleven. Anyway, Yeah. rookies. Literally, no one on the <laughs> bubble that's any good. But we'll run through some options and some left field options. You got Aiden Johnson on the plane to China mm-hmm. with the lads. Negative uh, sixty-eight break-even. Only played one game. Not getting a regular game, yeah. I would not be touching him.
1: He's a uh, he would make, he would make probably a good sub if the sub rule was still in effect. Uh, but yeah. other than that, yeah, I don't think he's going to be getting a game.
0: Ivan Soldo, negative fifty two, break even surely, once again. One yeah. game, not playing and again. Surely once he will Nate be comes. straight
1: out once Nate comes back yeah. this week. Yeah.
0: The one man who could be back and playing his second game is our uh, third game this week. Sorry, McNeese Ben McNeese, yeah, ben McNeese from McNeese. Essendon. Yeah. Was rested yes. for the trip. I think he'll come straight back in. Negative yep. 49 break-even, 102k. Yep. I like him as a downgrade option for this week.
1: Yeah, I think he'll come back in for sure. Uh, our halfbacks are not great. Uh, surely McKenna will, McKenna or Gleason, probably McKenna will go. And then I think McNeese will come straight back into the side. So.
0: Uh, Q&A question was about Jared Berry, but we'll discuss him now. Negative 23 break here in 170K. Two solid games, two sixties after three horrible games. Plane. Can you jump on a 170K rookie?
1: Well, you know what? No Mitch Robinson for 10 weeks. Uh, and no Dane Beams probably for the next you know week or two. So, you know, you're probably going to get some good short-term gains from him, even long-term, because I think Mitch Robinson being out is going to be, be leave a big hole. In the Brisbane forward slash midfield, so I reckon there's definitely a spot for Jared Berry, and he's been playing a lot more inside mid as well over the past couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, I like Berry as an option, but 170k price. Is it is he defender option? Yes, Again? yeah, defender yeah. So I'd rather right. McNeese nice over him and yeah. pocket an extra 70k, exactly. pretty much. Yeah,
1: because they're going to uh, be scoring about the same anyway. I think. So.
0: Yeah. Malikin from Sydney looks like one that got away in terms of jumping on him. Negative 18 break even, already up to 170k or so, had the one price rise. I don't like jumping on these rookies yeah, that have already had Sydney, a price rise. A lot Sydney of people jumped on Balik last week yeah. and look where that got you. 40 points and his break even in the positives.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, I just don't like Sydney rookies to be honest because there's yeah. just so much, there's so much turnover with them uh, in terms of, you know, who comes in and who comes out.
0: Brad Shear from Gold Coast, negative 21 break even, scored 40 odd. Yeah, average. Not impressed yet. Yeah, no, don't like it. And the one who everyone talked up for so long, David Myers, scored 46, (laughs) played off half back and in defence instead of playing through the midfield, had seven turnovers out of 14 disposals, gave away a 50 as well. Yeah. Very ordinary, but I think he'll come good. Or I think he will, he will if you are looking good, for a midfield yeah. trade in this week, I'll get him around thirteen by as well.
1: He will come. He will come good. I think needs to. Yeah, I think Walsher just needs to play him sort of more on the wing in the midfield to use that left pig a bit more. But you think if he was playing off half back, you think he would do a little bit better. But yeah, I mean, his first game back for a little bit, so VF VFL form was promising. So he'll come good.
0: Talking about VFL form, a few rookies that could be coming in. Matt Scharenberg, averaging 25 touches and 90-odd supercoach points in the VFL. BOG on the weekend, I think he'll come into Collingwood's defence. Yep. The thing with Scharenberg is a lot of people don't realise what sort of player he is. He's like 192 centimetres or something. He's much taller than I thought he was. Gee,
1: 192 centimetres. He's big, big
0: boy. Yeah, so he's not going to be like your yeah, rebounding halfback. Mm. So. Gotta take that into consideration. 191 for Scharenberg, also coming off all his knee injuries as well. A little bit of a left field one, not one that I would be going at. But Lloyd, is it David Lloyd from GWS? Don't know his first name.
1: Yeah, must have. Yeah, something like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, could be getting a game, possibly. I don't know if he's been playing in the Nepal. I just read this online that he could be an option. Uh, Jacob Hopper's out for six or eight weeks. Is he? And a few other injuries through GWS's midfield could open the door for Lloyd to Here possibly get a game.
1: Yeah, D Lloyd. Don't know if that's Daniel, but it's definitely a D. Um, you've had uh, 32 touches, two goals on the weekend. Uh, I think Finlayson could come in as well. I'm not sure how much he is, but uh, did have 34 touches, three goals, and uh, 10 inside 50s and nine marks on the weekend.
0: Yep, very nice. So keep an eye out for those blokes. Rookies to cut Noah. There's a fair few all on of the them. top of the block. <laughs> you, you got to prioritise which ones as well. We'll start with the Adelaide lads. Yeah. Kirtley Hampton, who I'll be getting rid of this yeah. week. 91 break-even. Reached his yeah. ceiling yeah. all over Definitely for Curtly. to go now, yeah. Would you consider holding him just because he's the round 13 buy? No. no. Go. Yeah. Good, to go. Good decision. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people saying holding him, but yeah, you're just no. going to lose cash. Yeah.
1: I think Otten's starting to go on the downhill as well, isn't he? Otten,
0: 91 break even yeah. as well. So he's done. I traded him the week, this last week, I got rid of him before the North game. And yeah. with Jenkins coming back, it's pretty much taken his role out of that forward line as the second target. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time to go. Man who we just realized got dropped, Dan Houston. We were doing yes. the podcast and accounts yeah. we chucked. 62 break even not on the plane to China. They were concerned there might be a problem on the flight. And... <laughs> go for it. You can laugh what? more at that.
1: Um, <laughs> <you can> laugh. <laughs> it's a, it a small chuckle.
0: <laughs> and uh, Dan Houston is... I think it's time to go for Dan Houston. Yeah. Uh Butler. 56 break-even. I'd be holding Butler for the moment, to be honest. 56 yeah. break-even. Round 12 by. Still scoring be 60s also. Yeah. yeah, I'd get rid of the yeah. other blokes first. I have got rid of Dan Butler a couple of weeks ago before the Adelaide game. but yeah. And Nick Newman. Interesting one. Yeah. A lot of people I see upgrading Nick Newman. He's made 150k or so. 15 break-even, though. But he was BOG in the kneeful. Had 30 touches. But does John Lamar fancy him enough? To bring mm. back in,
1: it's an interesting point. Uh, in a the thing, team as well, he gets brought in, but then he gets at the you know he got brought in again, then he got dropped again. So you know it's just all over the place.
0: Would you be trading? Because mm. he's just another a zero. You'll be <laughs> holding through the through the bars yeah. if he doesn't get a game, but yeah, he could make yeah. you another fifty or sixty game Exactly
1: right. So yeah, I'm not too sure. I mean, it depends on who your your D six is and whether, you're, whether you desperately need cover.
0: I'd, personally, I think I'll be trading Nick Newman unless he gets picked this yeah. week, So I don't see him I coming like back.
1: A, I like a Newman down to McNeese trade, because you're pocketing a lot of cash.
0: And then a Hampton up to someone else. Yeah. I like it. I like your thinking. Q&A time, Noah. We've got about 10 questions this week. Oh, no. So, first up, William. Canelio a good option. Stephen Canelio... <sighs> We, we were talking about him on Friday night. Yep. He only played, like, 65% time on ground, and I think he's still timed up.
1: Yep, 101, he
0: scored. Yep. yep. So, is he a good option to jump on now? Obviously, won't have his first price rise for a couple of weeks. 576k, though. Like, you can get Selwood and stuff cheap, yep. and Rockliffe possibly exactly. cheaper than that in two weeks' time.
1: And they have bigger ceilings. I don't think Cornelia... He can score big, like he can score 130s and things like that, but I definitely still prefer someone like a Selwood. But if you're looking for a point of difference, I think Canelio is a decent option.
0: 0.2% own, people aren't going to be bringing him in. I think he'll sit around 1% or 1.5% yeah. at his max in terms of ownership. Yeah. Don't mind it, to be honest. I'd like to see him for another week. Yeah. But he has the round 13 by? 13, 13. yeah. yeah. So keep that in mind when trading them in because yeah. you have to factor that in. Exactly. Literally, I think about seven or eight of these Q&A questions are that relate to GWS players or former <laughs> GWS players. Right. So bear with us. Kieran, <laughs> Will hoskin Elliott, Marchbank and Steele, how much longer do you hold them? We'll start with Will hoskin Elliot. We sort of jumped the gun with hoskin yes, Elliott and we missed out We missed <laughs> on, out on the 100. Yeah. Yeah. But I would not be holding him. For heaps longer, three sixty six k break even at twenty four. So obviously, hold him until his break even hits about sixty or seventy. I think till his buy. Him. Yeah, I
1: think till his yeah. buy, he can and then you know he can be pretty much upgraded to a premium from there. So
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Caleb Marchbank tunned up. Did we very both, well right, on the weekend. We both don't have him anymore yeah. anyway. But I would be holding him till his buy as well. Round yeah. eleven buy. Yeah, upgrade him for sure. After. And Jack Steele. I think Jack Steele's almost a keeper. Jack to be honest, Steele's in, in the corner. Eden. <laughs> We only scored seventy odd on the weekend, but yeah. in the very poor state of premiums at the moment, I would not be trading a bloke who's averaging ninety one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Especially so. for a bloke that you know started at what three hundred and fourteen k or something like that. Yeah. So
0: he's done quite well. He gets a lot of his points through tackles. Looks like yeah. he's going to go very big on the weekend. He's but only solid, had two times eighty. Oh, being
1: spectacular scores a lot of eighties and nineties, which is you know a good contributor for someone at his price.
0: Well, he's dual position as well, so he could end up being F seven or M nine to mm-hmm. swing around later in the year to provide a bit of cover. So, hold yep. well on, keep with Jack Steele, Johnny, one of our favourites. Take John the punt Murray. on Zach Williams.
1: Uh, ooh, actually, yep, yeah, I like it. Williams is in probably what the Heath Shaw role was, probably in a more attacking role than that, and has been scoring very, very well in that role too. I mean, had an average-ish game on the weekend, still turned up, so
0: scored ninety actually.
1: Oh, okay. 90. Well, I thought I
0: down. think he got scaled down. He was on, like, 96 or something yeah, before... Practically yeah, <laughs> Practically. I got 92, 84, 109, 90, 96, 120, 90. Yeah. Perfect consistency that you want from a yeah. defender. Exactly. Especially when there's probably only well, four standout defenders this year, mm-hmm. I would say. Doherty, Laird... Um, who have I missed? Doherty, led Adams, and Lloyd is averaging around Correct.
1: 100.
0: Correct, yeah. So... I, would, I like Zach Williams. Oh, Robertson as well is averaging 110. Forgot about yeah. Robertson. But 97 average for Zach Williams. Yeah. And I would like bring him in. Point of difference as well. Round 13 buy, though. Got to factor that in. 2.9% yeah. owned. So interesting. I like him. Take the punt, Johnny, if it fits your buy structure. Yeah. Matthew, how many premiums would you plan to have each buy week? So oh. I reckon it's, just, it's all about warm bodies on the field. I just went through mine. <laughs> yeah. I think I have about 10 for at the worst. Ten premiums on field because yeah. I think everyone well you have twenty two players on field. I think most probably have seventeen or eighteen premiums in their team at the moment. Yeah, I'd say, oh, say sixteen bad. to eighteen. Yeah. Either who I'm that's counting like the likes of Sandalands as a premium because at the moment he's scoring almost like a yeah. premium rock. But I would say ten would be the lowest I'll nine to ten is a decent enough yeah. level to be comfortable with. Yeah, I like that. Any more as a bonus? Uh, ben, Wingard or Toby Green? Both Wingard. will be coming off the holiday. Wingard. Wingard. Yeah. Don't like Toby Green.
1: I think, because I looked at Wingard's stats just before, uh, from the week, had 34 touches, had, I think, nine clearances as well. So, definitely playing, you know... He's he's practically in that Robbie Gray role, where he's like an inside bid plus, uh, you know, goal-kicking forward. So, well, goal-kicking forward, goal-kicking midfielder. Obviously, if you're a forward, you kick goals. Um, but... Yeah, so I definitely think Wingard, just because Toby Green, even though he does score well in GWS wins, he's pretty much a permanent small forward now, so he doesn't really push up into the midfield.
0: Toby Green's owned by like 18% as well. We yeah, were very shocked to realise that. a lot.
1: I thought it was definitely about 10%, but that's, yeah, a lot of
0: sides. 4.5% own Wingard, three consecutive tons for yep. Chad as well. So if he gets up to 480, 490k after his buy... I'll still bring him in. Yeah, probably will to be honest. Ashley, Elliot Yo versus Josh Kennedy from West Coast.
1: Mm. Elliot Yo versus Josh Kennedy. I think Yo, just because he's not a key forward, even though Josh Kennedy will without a doubt have you know a few massive games because he's a key forward and he'll come up against side that he bullies. Um, but yeah, I think Elliot Yo just plays a more you know solid halfback game that generates a lot of points.
0: It's the most lucrative role in Supercoach, yeah. that uh, rebounding halfback role. That's what I
1: say, even though far out, you know what? This is something that I wanted to discuss, even though it's not really spray spud, but Jesus Christ. I was watching the the Collingwood Carlton game on the weekend. Surely Sam Doherty has the easiest job in the AFL. He just stands in defensive 50 by his. As himself. a quarterback, he, he just stands at the goal just stands up by just waiting to pick off the footy, you know. Gets the footy, just kicks it off to an uncontested. Un- it's probably like the easiest five hundred k you're gonna make a year, easily. And
0: this is why I got angry last year when I didn't have him because I saw this. Now you don't have him. you have turned I know, on. No,
1: but it's no, but it's just just watching him. He just like it's just he just stands there, just roams around. Oh yeah.
0: Anyway, moving on. It's a must-have, Sam me, By the way, um, I think this is another Johnny. Uh, said Lloyd and Yo or Bont and Malikin. So, Wait,
1: what?
0: Lloyd and... Lloyd and Yo in his yeah. side yeah. or Bont and Malikin? I assume ooh, by dual ooh, position. Bont's must-have. I think Bont's but... must-have,
1: but Lloyd and Malik, uh, L- Lloyd and whatever the other one was. Lloyd <laughs> and, and Yo. Yo. Well, I think is a better combination. Uh, what about Bont and
0: McNeese? Bont and McNeese.
1: McNeese. is probably a decent option as well. But...
0: Well, Bont... Bont's around 11 bias, so is Lloyd. Factor in your bias, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would go, uh, I don't mind Lloyd and Yeo, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's, a better, that I think that's a
1: better all-round combination, uh, whereas the Bont uh, tra- is obviously a lot more one-sided, but Bont is obviously a must-have.
0: So. And Lloyd and Yeo will be top six or eight in their position. Exactly. So. Very good. Scott, interesting discussion point here, Adam Trelaw, Noah, you're an unbiased view on Adam Trelaw since you don't have him. Yeah. So, give us your thoughts. What would you do with Adam Trelaw? Firstly, we we'll go situation one if he plays this week. just keep him persist
1: Yeah, I think persi- I think at the moment in the state that Supercoach is in 2017 uh, that they're prob I'm sure unless you're you know ranked in the top one hundred that there are so many other issues that you could that you need to get uh, fixed before Trelaw to me. What you do is you know you get all you, you know you get all your rookies upgraded and whatnot, and then by the time when you have a full premium side, if there's any premiums that are lagging behind that you want to get rid of, I think that's the time to get rid of trelaw But at the moment, I mean, we saw on it was an Anzac Day where he went quite big. You know, he still has yeah he still has you know the capacity there. He still gets a lot of touches as well. Um, I wouldn't be panicking just yet, but I think Chilor. You only need to trade Trelaw once you have a full premium side and you can afford to trade him if you still have trades.
0: But how many times is he going to have 39 touches and 11 tackles and a goal to score 140? Like, that's a lot of stats to score 140.
1: It is, but you know what? Adam has been playing some AFL evolution. He's probably oh, going to realise how important you know, his efficiency is when he's you know, he's kicking it around and lads aren't marking it for him. So he thinks, you know, now I've got to be efficient in my actual game so I can avoid frustrating Collingwood supporters. And I think he'll lift his average to 130 um, all because it
0: is of AFL mis- evolution. <laughs> it's a mystery uh, injury, apparently, with I reckon he's done a thumb playing AFL evolution. <laughs> you reckon he's done a- I reckon he's done a thumb. He said he was going to play all day. And it was the happiest he's been in his life. <laughs> Watch strange. that video, by the way. It's actually quite funny. Yeah. It seems a good bloke, Adam Truller. Pity he can't score a ton. Shane, can you tell Callum Ward to lay some more tackles? He looked good on the weekend. He was on 40-odd at quarter time, and then he hit the wall real quick.
1: Callum Ward's been not that great this year. Uh, usually, every year, he comes, you know, scores, you know, a few 130s, wants some 140s early on, but has... From what I've seen, has not scored, you know, I think on the weekend was his own was one of his only tons that he's scored. Three tons this year, but score of 106. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're low tons. So uh, Callan Ward is a very interesting prospect. If he can get going towards the end of the year, he'll be an interesting, because surely he has to lift. Surely he has to come good. Well,
0: Hopper something. going out might help. Him. But when you looked at his scores last year, you had him last year. I did. We'll go from this time last year, pretty much, around nine. Went 124, 72, 125, 101, 69, 122, 78, 143, 90, 112, 92, 96, 70, 118, 78, and then 18. It's
1: in the a roller
0: coaster. It's up and down. And yeah. there's enough up and down players this year Exactly. already doing you don't, that. You don't would, need another one. No, I would be looking, like, how much is Ward? It'd be like 470 or something like that. You have Kennedy there, 522k, who's a proven 110 averaging midfielder, 488k is Callum Ward, for 30k more, who's consistent. So I'd be jumping on the consistent. You've got to look for consistency Mm -hmm. this year. Don't spend your time getting these speculative premiums because you'll end up with Adam Trelaw. Exactly. Last question from Lachlan. I've used maximum trades every week and ranked 6,000th, which is quite a good position, he feels, with a few rookies on field. Is this a real worry long term? Is it a real worry to have wasted every single trade and... Being this situation, even though it's a good situation, apparently.
1: Um, I guess it's okay. It depends on what state your sides in, because you know a lot of people are going to have players you know that are you know priced between probably four hundred to five hundred or four hundred to four hundred and fifty k, which will be sort of teetering in the in the realm of either being having to be traded or people that can be keepers. So you know people like uh, Jared Witts uh, who probably end up being a keeper. You know people like Sean Higgins, um, players like that. Uh, <coughs> Sam Mays <laughs> um, and uh, lads like that, where you know you gotta just see, you know, evaluate whether you want to keep them or whether they can be keepers because they can, those players can end up being decent, you know, D6s, M8s, and F6s by the end of the year. Um, yeah, it just depends on what state side's in, really.
0: Yeah, you got to find a way to almost preserve I mean, the really, Don't go wasting them for no risk.
1: We don't know what the um, the situation of his trades was either because, you know, he could have used maximum trades but he could have sideways trade, traded half of
0: them. He so. said a few rookies on field remaining, but it depends yeah, about your premiums exactly. as well. If there's only a few rookies on field, say you have four rookies on field and 16 trades position. left or whatever, good yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we have four or five rookies on field yeah. and we'll have about 17 to 18 trades left after yeah, this week. I
1: have four, I believe.
0: Yeah, I'll have four after this week, and I'll have 18 trades left. Yeah. So, and that's all, well, that's including Sandy. So, probably five upgrades left with 18 trades. That's a decent position. Baby. It is very it is. Okay, so Yeah.
1: Think
0: so, But everyone's in their situation, so it's not a real worry long-term. Lachlan, I think you're on the money, mate. Yeah, good
1: job. Good job, Lockie.
0: So, that's the end of that, Noah. Like our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. SoundCloud, Twitter, SoundCloud. and and iTunes. I was going to say Twitter first, but I wrote SoundCloud first on my notes here. I remember to like the podcast. Thirty five likes is the target. Make it happen, people! Please, Noah. Any last bit of advice? We plan to be back next week, everyone. Yes, we so do. we're not going yeah. no, away. No unplanned weeks.
1: hiatuses again. Yeah, yeah. Um, any advice for the weekend? Uh, geez, you know what? Just keep 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 your head afloat at the moment. You know, if our if, our super, if a lot of people's Supercoach season was a person that cannot swim, that person at the moment would probably, you know, be looking up. You know, ears would be underneath the water, uh, and the only things above the water would be probably mouth, nose, and maybe one eye. Uh, so at the moment, you know, it's just got to try and keep, keep keep the head up, keep it breathing. Uh, and your Supercoach season's still alive currently, you know, because you could have just a brief a brief, uh, what, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a brief bit of energy. And if you have a big week, that head could pop up and, you know, and ear, some ears and some hair could pop out of the water. So, you know, you want to get that person floating again. And that was a very interesting analogy that, um, uh, just sort of came to me.
0: <laughs> oh, I would hope it just came to you because if you've been sitting at home planning that for the podcast, but for three weeks, it's been pretty ordinary. No, so, I think that's
1: uh, I think that's a. I think it's a good metaphor at the moment. So you just got to keep keep your head afloat. Uh, I think it's time at the moment to sort of look for some point of difference vice caps. That's what I was about to say. Left, well. field, yeah.
0: left field, left field VC. Try
1: yeah. and get the. Try and gain some uh, some points back.
0: Talking about left field VCs, we might as well quickly run through it now. Elliot Yo, Tom Mitchell. Nick Rewald, I wouldn't be doing. Sam Doherty is a very good left field okay, let me vice captain.
1: Have a look at these games. Hold, hold, give me a full second. Taylor Adams, go. good oh, left no, field vice
0: captain.
1: All right, I was going to say, I was looking at the Neefel fixture. Um,
0: uh, Luke Dahlhouse, <laughs> a good left field vice captain. A lot of people will vice captain Bont, but Bont doesn't seem to play that well against West. Yeah,
1: Coast. especially in the West as well, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, Rewald will be in. Interesting if I think he did something to his knee last week, so it be interesting. 50 50
0: apparently in doubt.
1: Great, thanks for that news. Um, and what else? We... Yeah, um, oh, you know what? Because a lot of people will have. I'm just trying to think of who the flat out C would be on this week. Who would you think that would be Because I think the Geelong Essen game. Would be quite enticing for a
0: dangerous. But danger doesn't play well against Essendon. Yeah,
1: it's more Selwood that I'd be looking at for that game.
0: Uh, what about Sloane against Melbourne if you have Sloane? Or Sloan Rockcliffe against, against Hawthorne.
1: is interesting. Actually, Rockcliffe against Hawthorne could be quite good as well. It's all over the place this week, really. Um, I reckon I might
0: trust the big C on Sam Doherty if it all comes to it. Lowest score of ninety, Sam Doherty. If Bont fails or Tom Mitchell, interesting, I like doesn't it? A bit of an issue, yeah. All right, we'll work it out off camera. Um, <laughs> not that first camera. All right, so we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good week and get planning for those buys.
1: Yeah, get planning.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>